Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin, AKA Mental MacGyver. I provide luxury level high performance support and coaching to executives, founders, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Stuart Wiggins. He's with Enduna Advisors, where he offers fractional chief operating officer services and brings resources together to help scale your business. I have Shell Shapiro. She's a marketing strategist for wellness coaches and consultants and recognized as one of the top 15 LinkedIn experts in New York City. She's also the author of the book, Loving Yourself Isn't Selfish. And I have Simon Coles. He's the CEO of Amphora Research Systems, where they free scientists from the tyranny of paper. He is also the founder of the Better Conversations Foundation. The question I have today, can you think outside the box without understanding what is in the box? Stuart, what do you think? Well, this may skew the question a little, but as I, when I first read this, I thought to myself, what is outside the box? Because each problem that you're presented with, the methodology you would use to solve that problem isn't necessarily the same methodology that you use to solve previous problems. It might've been a certain foundation that, that you could follow a basic problem solving methodology, but I would just submit to the group, what is outside the box? Each problem you're presented with, you have to take the, the parameters that exist there in front of you and figure out a way to solve it. So there is no puzzles, puzzle piece or magic bullet that's gonna help you solve a problem. So if you consider that inside the box, I'm suggesting that every problem solving methodology is outside the box so i think that when we say outside the box thinking or whatever we generally mean uh not using the same sort of or, or doing something surprising to people mm -hmm. who are allegedly inside the box and so from that perspective probably not underst understanding what's what's inside the box or how it got made is probably helpful to be thinking outside the box isn't it because you're not necessarily going to get trapped by by the sort of original way of thinking but then again is outside the box thinking always safe who knows i like ridiculous. to think that that outside the box thinking can be very safe because it gives you a space to play around where you may not have been able to think of things before had you only kept yourself inside the box i'm like so it's less restricting if you will and if you don't fully understand what's inside the box, then you do have that creative space to challenge other ways of doing it and improving mm. something that may not have been fully working before if you, again, if you stayed inside mm. that box. And one thing that, that comes to mind for me as well is does the box even really need to exist in the first place? Mm. Um, so I tend to try to like break it down and skew those lines. Sometimes that box is not even a box. Sometimes it's a circle. Sometimes it's very fluid and wavy. It's just, I don't even know that the box needs to exist in order to creatively problem solve and think outside it. So this question came up for me because as the three of you know, my husband, uh, Russ Bruzzano, is a trained graphic designer. It's what he does. And there's a rule in graphic design where you have to understand the rules in order to break them effectively. If you don't know why a rule exists, if you break it, you can do it in a way that isn't like doesn't work well. And so I was wondering, is that true? Generally speaking, do you have to understand the rules to be able to break them in a way that makes sense? If you don't know there's a set of rules, then how do you know you've broken them? I mean, throughout each person's day, you are presented with 
situations that you may have to solve and you may have no experience or background in it, but yet you figure out a way to do it. But you don't have, you don't know that there's a set of rules that you're supposed to follow. I'm not familiar with the set of rules that you talk about with graphic design, but I just think about my daily life. If there's an issue or at work, there's an issue, attempt to solve it by asking a lot of questions. But that doesn't mean I'm following a, a, a roadmap to what could be perceived as success uh, to lead me where I want to go. So I'm suggesting that you don't have to have experience in a particular situation to be able to solve it. Um, so I think I'm saying what the others are saying, that you don't need to have a box per se to be inside of. Just be able to understand, ask the right questions, and then come up with a solution based on what you learned in that problem-solving exercise. But I think there's a set of skills to be able to do that safely. Mm. And I think there are, there's lots of tragic outcomes where somebody thinks they're going to be a rebel outsider and come in and do something different from the conventional way. And they then run smack into why it's done that way. So I think you're probably, a degree of wisdom is probably beneficial to any kind of outside the box thinking. And that might be sort of more generic wisdom like you're talking about, Stuart, in terms of, you ask questions, do you probe around solution and you're used to working in a in an area where you're not certain? Or it might be, as in Russ's case, you've got deep expertise in the traditional way of doing things and you know when it's safe to break the rules and advantageous. Mm. But I think just naivety is, well, that's what quality systems and training are uh, there, to, uh, there to guide people for. I was thinking that if you don't know what's in the box per se, you could spend a whole lot of time trying things that are already proven to not work to your point, uh, Simon. And so for me, understanding what's in the box means I know that other people have done things and have seen like where it worked or didn't work. And therefore I'm not gonna waste my time learning all of that stuff learn doesn't work because I already know, well, that's in the box. So let's do something else. I think one of the problems, of course, is that you only hear about the outside the box thinking that's successful. Mm. They're the only ones that get written up. If somebody tried something unconventional and got squashed, is generally not news. Unfortunately, and... I wish sometimes we would hear some of the failures because we could all learn from that too. Mm. Why well, you do that, that in safety? Sorry, Stuart. I was just saying, isn't that the idea of failure anyway, to learn? Depends how hard the stakes are. Sometimes you, if you look at it from a safety perspective or a quality management perspective, you don't want those failures, do you? That's the, in in that particular, you don't, we don't want somebody flying an aircraft going, I'm an outside the box thinker. I, you know, this whole idea of landing clearance is not for me. There's a strip of grass, I'm going to land on it. Yeah. I think to something that you said, Dr. Robin, uh, about leading on somebody else's trials and tribulations through mm -hmm. something I, I think that's a good way to approach thinking inside and outside the box mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to understand it fully but you can trust where somebody else has been and kind of skip some steps so I, I think that's another way to break down that box and start to get around and, and think a little bit more creatively to, to come up with other solutions. But you don't, I don't think you necessarily need to test and try out everything for yourself or see what works for yourself um, first in order to get to that. So mm -hmm. you can lean on somebody else's knowledge and expertise and experiences without fully understanding it yourself. And I, I think that's, that's the difference. Mm -hmm. 
I feel like I share the mistakes I've made in life and in business. And I often will tell mentees, here's what has worked and hasn't worked for me. Here's why. And then I will say to them, go make a different mistake. And that for me is what thinking outside the box means is that I've learned what's in the box, what works and doesn't work. And I can go make a different mistake, maybe expand the box or whatever that means. But this is the heart of innovation, isn't it? Doing something deliberately, hopefully deliberately to move things forward, improve things. I mean, you could use, right. to that point, you could use Steve Jobs and Apple in the development of the iPhone. I mean, it was an idea. And if you could think about that, that came about from what I've read and believe through outside the box thinking. But what was the box prior to that? I think that really it's, it's a matter of creativity. I mean, if each of us were presented the same problem, I think that if there would be four different solutions and not one being more right than the other, except that we both, we all four of us would approach it differently to come up with what we believe to be the best solution. That's why I struggle with the phraseology of outside the box because the, the circumstances, what you bring into the problem solving methodology, all those things help and determine what you believe is the best solution. You may make a mistake, mm -hmm. but you, you learn from that and you, uh, then you tweak it and try to do better. It sounds like what we're saying is you don't have to understand the inside of the box in and out to be able to stand on it and learn other things, but you do have to have a basic idea of the rules to be able to do it quickly and efficiently. And like I said, make a different mistake maybe. So that is our 10 minutes. I'm gonna cut us off there. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again very soon.